The following program is sponsored by Wilson Financial Group and Mott & Associates, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors, Wilson Financial Group, and Mott & Associates. J.W. Cole Financial and J.W. Cole Advisors are unaffiliated entities. The opinions expressed by Jude Wilson and Mike Mott should not be construed as specific investment, legal, or tax advice. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. Investing may involve Involve the risk of loss of principal. Any tax advice on this show is not intended to be used by any person for the purpose of avoiding U.S. federal or state tax penalties that may be imposed on such person, and each listener should seek advice from their tax advisor or legal counsel on topics that arise from the show. Jude Wilson and Mike Mott are not providing legal or tax advice. Nothing should be construed as solicitation of an offer to buy securities. Welcome to Retirement by Design with Jude Wilson and Mike Mott. Your retirement is too important to leave for fate to decide. Using holistic wealth planning, we can help you craft a meaningful financial future. Retirement by Design starts now. Hello and welcome to Retirement by Design. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. We certainly appreciate your time. I'm here with Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, holistic wealth managers at the newly merged company of Mott and Associates and Wilson Group Financial. Gentlemen, welcome in. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Having a good day. Doing, I'm having a good day. I hope you are as well. Hope it's uh, nice today for you. You've had a good, you know, good time uh, today. Good, good week. Good month. All those things. How's things been going? Hey, it's a sunny day in Florida. <laughs> well, that's always the case, right? It's always a nice day in Florida. This is what they say anyway. And speaking of which, you guys do serve uh, the whole Florida area. You've got an office in Orlando and Bradenton, and uh, we certainly appreciate your time here on the podcast. What we're going to do today, guys, is we're going to take a couple of email questions that have been submitted in and, uh, and see if we can help some folks out with a few things to think about. We've got a couple of good ones this week, so if you guys uh, feel like tackling these, let's dive in, shall we? Both feet first. Oh, I like that. There we go. All right, Barry's got a question for you. Barry says, hey, guys, I'm feeling pretty good about the amount that we have in savings relative to the income that we'll actually need in retirement. However, I'm worried about nursing home costs and don't really have a good feel for how to plan for that. What's your normal approach? Well, that's an excellent question and one that we tackle all the time. Traditionally, financial planners try to make sure that their clients are prepared for retirement income. That's the big goal is to prepare for retirement income. But one of the missing pieces of the puzzle is we know one out of every three seniors over the age of 65 is going to have a long-term care event. And we also know that long-term care itself is growing at twice the rate of inflation. So if you could imagine, Barry, if you've only planned for X amount of income, but then your expenses increase because either you or a spouse is now having to take additional expenses to care for one another, then there's a missing piece of the puzzle. So typically what we like to do is not only plan for income, but also plan for the risk side of your life. What if you actually need that additional care? It needs to be part of the financial plan. And then you're looking at you know, the cost of care in your area, you're looking at how much savings that you have set aside, how much can you self-fund for that expense when it happens, and then how much do you want to somebody else to pick up the rest of that dime, meaning through long-term care insurance. And then the, right now in the market, there's so many different types of long-term care insurance that 
it's confusing. I mean, every day you turn on the news, yeah. somebody's former superstar actor is pitching some type of long-term care. So <laughs> yeah. what we try to do is, you know, really make it simple and look at all of the different factors and try to break it down so that it's reasonable to expect if this comes up that the client can handle it through self-funding and then maybe through a combination of long-term care. Mike, you, you faced that situation before. What would you add to that? It's really back down to two issues. Do you want to self-insure or do you want to try to pass on that risk to someone else for pennies on a dollar? And many times it just makes sense to carve out in your retirement budget a little additional cash flow to take care of the long-term care risk by passing on that risk to somebody else buying long-term care insurance. Yeah. And I noticed that he mentioned, you know, obviously he said nursing home care and obviously thinking about it, it's not just nursing home care anymore, right? It could just be assisted living. It could be, there's so many different levels. Sometimes I think we get wrapped up in the thought of that we're going to get sent to a nursing home, but there's a lot of ways in which you're going to need that long-term care help, whether it's someone coming to your home, you know, once or twice a week or more extensive care, lots of things you've got to plan for when it comes to that, correct? Well, yes. And, and one of the things that real misinformation is out there that somehow Medicare is going to take care of some long-term care, and which is absolutely not correct unless point, you're yeah. going to get better. Most uh, long-term care, home health care, these are folks that need custodial care. Once you need custodial care, Medicare is not going to cover that. So that's where things like long-term care insurance comes into play. I don't know anyone, friends, family, or clients that haven't had someone that they know who's had a long-term care event in their life. My father lived to age 84 and the last few years of his life, we mainly took care of him at home. So a lot of times what we're not planning for is that the type of care actually begins in the house and then gets to a point where it may be too difficult to take care of your loved one. And you may not go to a nursing home, but like you said before, it may be an assisted living facility or some other type of care. Yeah. And there's so many facets of this. And it's a great question, Barry. We certainly appreciate it. You know, and for people listening, if you have these concerns, that's why you should sit down and have those conversations, you know, with your advisor, with someone like Jude and Mike. They are here to give you a hand. You just have to reach out and talk with them. 800-779-4592. Guys, I got to ask you a question about this before we get to our next email. I saw this on the notes and it's really awesome. It kind of says, uh, you guys have 50 years of combined experience, which is fantastic. You're a CFP and an MBA between the two of you. Uh, and you see yourselves as the Batman and Robin of financial planning. That's just awesome. I just wanted to mention that. I think that's great. So which well, one's Batman? Which you know, one's Robin? <laughs> it's funny that you brought that up because recently we did a, a lunch and learn. And I said to the audience that one of our staff members kind of coined that phrase because we have such a fun time hanging out and, and doing these presentations. <laughs> but when I talked to Mike, I found out there's one problem. Both of us thought we were Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and and neither one of us look good in tights. Uh, well, I'm with you there. I don't think I would want to see myself in those either. Well, maybe you guys can be two different versions of Batman, right? You can just both be Batman from different periods or something like that. But that's still really cool that you guys have fun and, and kind of take that lighthearted approach to a very serious matter. And obviously financial planning and all the things that go into it can be can be serious and it's something you should take very seriously, but it's nice to have someone who can talk to you and keep things a little fun and refreshing as well. Let's dive back into our mailbag questions here, guys. I got another one for you from Shayla. And uh, this is a pretty good one. She's a small business owner and says, guys, should I be doing anything to adjust how I'm saving and planning for taxes with all the changes that have been talked about in the news when it comes to small businesses? Do I need to adjust deductions 
reposition funds in my IRAs, that kind of stuff. I'm really curious about. What do you think? One of the things I think is taxes are on sale. I think if you talk to anyone, obviously the Tax Reform Act has reduced taxes for almost everyone. And I think Jude mentions the other day, it's kind of like a sugar high. Everybody feels good about it right now. But when you start (laughs) to look at the long-term projections, it probably means at some point they will begin to raise taxes. So there's lots of opportunities. One of them is Roth conversions or beginning to contribute to a Roth rather than an IRA or a 401k so that you can begin investing in something that's going to be forever tax-free with a Roth as opposed to deferring taxes to have a larger tax liability sometime later. You, You get the pleasure of maybe paying a little less taxes now, but a lot more later, especially if tax rates go up. And one of the things we often hear from our clients is that, well, Jude, I I make too much money to contribute to a Roth. And nobody's talked to them about either doing a Roth 401k. If she's a small business owner, she may be able to do a Roth 401k where there's really no income limit. It's, uh, I like to explain it as the, the flip side of the coin to the Roth IRA. Or possibly, like Mike said, doing a conversion to your existing IRA, your traditional IRA, and that doesn't have a income limit. So what I would say to Sayla is that you definitely need to talk to a professional during this period of time. It's like taxes are on sale. It's a blue light special, old Kmart. <laughs> I like that as well. So great question, Shayla. We certainly appreciate it. And a lot of people are talking about that, right? Because there's a good chance, you know, who knows what's going to happen with the administrations. Things can change. But there's a good chance that we all feel as though like taxes have no place to go but up at some point. So, uh, you know, talking about the different a- avenues and the ways that it may help you right now while they are quote unquote on sale is certainly something worth taking advantage of. This is Retirement by Design podcast with Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, Holistic Wealth Managers at Mott & Associates and the Wilson Group Financial. Give them a call if you've got questions or concerns, 800-779-4592 or share this podcast. All you got to do is uh, look up Retirement by Design. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, and other podcast formats. Guys, one more email question for you here before we go, and that's from Steve. And Steve says, guys, at this point in my life, I'm not that interested in making my portfolio a lot bigger. I just don't want to lose what I have. Am I being short-sighted? I don't think they're being short-sighted. Most typical, I assume that uh, Steve must be very close to her in retirement. And so, you know, the rules of thumb says you, you should become more and more conservative the older you get. I think the key piece is, is when we start to look at, at your portfolio, I think the big issue is you want to make sure you, that money lasts as long as you do. And so the problem is that if you live a long life, there's going to be a lot of inflation over the rest of your life, which means the cost of living continues to rise. And if you just focus on no risk or very, very low risk portfolios, those also come with very little return or very low rate of return. And in some cases, it might be so low that it just doesn't keep pace with inflation. So uh, we use a little bit of different approach and divide money up into a series of buckets And our soon bucket, the money we need over the next 10 years, is very conservative. But maybe the later bucket might be at least moderate or have some growth characteristics to it. So if you have a long period of time, you can take a little additional risk because the market is going to go up and down. But over time, you know, you're going to do okay, or at least get the averages over a long period of time. Yeah. And I would add to that, there's a fallacy if you don't take any risk 
by buying something 100% guaranteed, like a CD or sticking money in a savings account, that, hey, I, I, I can't lose money. But in actuality, if you have a CD and it's just sitting in a bank or if you're in a savings account, you have your FDIC insurance, when you factor in taxes and inflation, you are losing money. Yeah, safely, so, but you're losing it. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're losing money safely. Yeah, exactly. I like that. So like Mike said, when we are doing planning for a client, we're looking at creating specific buckets for specific time periods and for specific purposes. Don't stick all of your money in a CD or a savings if you think that you're going to live a long life. Unless you have a whole lot of money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess that would factor into that a little bit. Yeah, but it's it's true. Your purchasing power is being eroded away, uh, basically. I mean, just now, even recently, I think there are a few places you might could find 2% at some CDs now. I think we've finally gotten there after years of being at, what, 0.5 and 1 and 1.5. But even at 2%, if you figure the average inflation, even if you go by the numbers, it's what, like 3.5 or something like that, I think they're saying yeah, right now. Yeah. So again, you're just losing purchasing power and going backwards. Well, really great questions this week here on the podcast. We certainly appreciate all of those that have come in. And uh, guys, thank you for your time here on Retirement by Design. We certainly appreciate it. If you'd like to reach out and talk with Jude or Mike, give them a call, 800 and again, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and other podcast formats. Guys, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate you. We enjoyed it. You bet. All right, we'll talk to you next time here on Retirement by Design Podcast. The preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, which is solely responsible for its content.